Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Awakened Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. If you're new to me, new to my channel, new to my show, if you're watching later on YouTube, watching the replay, um, please do subscribe. Please do join us in all of our live shows that are coming up. And also, please do watch all of our past shows on demand. They're all there on YouTube for you to enjoy. And it is my greatest wish, desire, and intention to bring to you and for you these wonderful speakers who are sharing their wisdom, their teachings, their experiences, their processes, so that we can all thrive and live in joy in our lives and create the life of our dreams and create the life that we, you know, are passionate about and have ease with, right? So today, my dear friend, Simon Baba is back with us, and we're going to be talking about karma completion with wealth, health, and love. And so some of what we're going to discuss today is, you know, what is karma? Uh, and in how does karma affect our lives? Can karma of past lives be cleared without undergoing pain and suffering, or even without performing prayers and rituals? And in what way does karma affect our wealth scenario in this life? And in what way does karma affect our health scenario in this life, compromising physical, mental, and emotional aspects? And of course, Simon is going to be doing a process as well later on in the call, so please stay tuned for that. And for those of you who don't know Simon, she's been with us many times. Um, we love having her. We learn so much. We receive so much information and wisdom. The processes are always amazing. So they're always high vibe and really, really amazing. So you will definitely experience that today. Uh, she is a professor and head of the Department of Philosophy at Jehind College in Mumbai. Simon has been a practicing holistic healer from the age of 16 and is a multimodality specialist. She was born clairvoyant and claircognizant and knew from an early age that she has to contribute spiritually for the betterment of humanity. Her specialization is channeling, where she directly receives messages from light beings, spiritual masters, and even from God's light. And most of her courses and classes are channeled. And I actually have taken quite a few <laughs> courses with uh, with Simon, especially the channeling course. I, 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 it was amazing. It was, oh my goodness. So you will definitely... Um, at some point, I'm sure Simon will bring that back to us as, as well, but you will enjoy that. But today, you know, we are going to learn a lot again about karma and to have an ex experience of that as well. So I'm always excited when Simon's here because, like I said, we learn so much, we experience so much. There's so much um, potential for transformation on the call if you're willing to receive and if you're willing to let go, right, and just be open to the process, open to the energies, open to the wisdom. So um, I'm so glad that she's back with us. So please join me in welcoming Simon back to the show. Simon, welcome. Hi, Shefali, and thank you so much for bringing me back once again. I always believe that, you know, we should have a lot of variety. And so that is why I don't like to repeat any of my courses. But it is amazing that you each time... Um, have so much of faith in me and you give me these platforms to to share all my knowledge and more so the channel knowledge now today we are talking about karma the moment i use the word karma everybody is very scared everybody thinks oh my god i've done something wrong so everything is wrong is going to happen to me or maybe you know i'll do something good and good will come back these are very very partial concepts of rather partial understanding of the concept of karma. The word karma comes from a Sanskrit term, kra, 
and kra is a verb it means to do now in a single day in those 24 hours what all do i do i do so many things so karma is even breathing and breathing well the heart that beats is doing its own karma because it's supposed to beat and not digest fuels process them we leave that to, to the kidney because kidney is not going to beat kidney is going to process the water and the toxins within the body and in a single day we being a complete whole one single unified individual that is born out of one single cell the zygote and from there every part of my body emerges and so beautifully it does from a single cell so much of me has 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 blossomed and bloomed and that single cell did what it had to do it was doing something and similarly every organ in my body is always doing something now at one point in time you'll tell me but simon i am not doing anything i'm just sitting but sitting is also doing something when you sit you're breathing you're doing something and this kind of a doing is not always intentional wherein i am consciously doing something many a times i might just be lost in my thoughts my stomach is carrying out the digestive process on its own and doing what it's supposed to be doing and it number of things that i'm doing now there are three types of karma and i'll try to simplify it because i want to give you the maximum amount of knowledge that i possibly can so we have three types of karma that is doing rounds in a single day of course one happens to be positive karma wherein i do something positive and then something positive comes back to me when it will come back to me i'll tell you second is negative karma wherein i am doing something bad wrong immoral and i will pay a price for that third happens to be the karma that is neutral karma now you will wonder okay simen so is sitting neutral karma partially you are right is breathing neutral karma not always because many a times we are supposed to breathe right and we are not breathing right so there is rightness and wrongness attached to every action that i perform but some actions i perform because i want to perform them because i feel like performing not because there is any consequence attached to it well we are human beings we are um, rational beings we are emotional beings and we always have this inbuilt calculator in our minds if i do this what is the probable consequence that will emerge if i do that what is the probable consequence that will emerge out of that so this kind of a calculation is what we are doing all the time not sometime but all the time and therefore the moment i attach myself to a particular outcome that is where i'm making a mistake because i'm only supposed to be performing the action so many times it has happened you know one of the of the quotes that i read was which which always stays with me is if you want to make god laugh tell him your plans 
and he'll tell you, okay, that's right. Because many a times I have thought, okay, I'll do this. That will happen. And then after that, that will happen. And something else will happen. And believe you me, nothing of that sort happens. Hence, we have to re-look at the way we are performing actions in our everyday life. And besides this, we also are human beings who are right now in this mode of fast food where we want everything instantly. We don't want to wait. But karma has a variety of ways in which it makes you wait and also gives it back to you then and then. The one thing happens to quite a few of us is when something good happens to us, we always say, maybe my karmas have helped me. And sometimes when terrible things happen to us, maybe my karmas were, were, were bad and I just had to repay them, etc. Now, most people think that it works according to Newton's third law. To every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. But it doesn't always work that way. Because when I was, and all my work largely happens to be channeled work, the masters told me that karma is not equal. It is multiplied by three. So if I'm going to hurt someone, it comes back three times. Because it's very easy that I get paid back in the same coin. But maybe it might be true that it is three times is because many a times when I have setbacks, the pain is very intense. And I really wonder whether I am capable of doing this to other people. And therefore, when I ask about the fructification of the karma, do I get the fructification here and now? Or do I have to wait sometimes? Well, let us look at some of the perspectives on this Firstly, do we get our karmas then and there, a repayment of that? Well, sometimes yes. Sometimes it is zip-zap-zoop, immediately. Sometimes it is within a day, within a week, within a month, within a year, within five years. And sometimes it is not this lifetime. Sometimes it gets carried over, not necessarily only in the next lifetime, but say lifetimes after that. So as a past life regression therapist, I have regressed people and I have identified that, that their karmas and their karmic journey is not assigned to today. It's not assigned to this life. It is assigned to many lives before this. Maybe 18 lives, 20 lives, 76 lives, like that far. So the process of karma says, till I don't complete my journey, I'm not going to leave you. It's a sort of a baggage that I'm carrying. Now, there are times that unknowingly I might hurt someone. Unknowingly. Would that be counted as karma? Of course it would. Because I need to be mindful all the time. Gautam Buddha always say, says that the best form of meditation to be practiced is mindfulness. You just remain mindful throughout the day. One, two, Jainism talks about metta but being compassionate. And therefore, if I have to practice metta or compassion, then I must be compassionate. I must think several times before I speak even once. And therefore, karma is important. A lot of people ask me, Simon, is white lies okay? I mean, I just said it to save someone. I'm like, okay, white lies, pink lies, red lies, green lies, purple lies are all lies. You give it any color. Lies still lies at the end of it. 
Now, we don't have a moral calculator with us. Sadly so. And this moral cal calculator otherwise would have actually helped us in the long run because the calculator would have ensured that I know when I'm getting my dues and by when am I getting my dues. They are not like some of my investments, but indeed karma is an investment. Well, some of my financial investments might be superb. The returns might be fantastic, but some might be heartbreaking. And that is exactly what karma is. Several times I equate the term karma with the analogy of the atom. The atom is made up of three parts. Proton, the positive charge. Neutron, the negative charge. Neutral charge. <laughs> neutron, the neutral charge. And electron, which is the negative charge. So I have the positive, I have the negative, and I also have the neutral charge. And karma is just like this atom, where you have the positive charge. If you do positive actions, it is a negative charge. If you do negative actions, it's a neutral charge. And neutral means sometimes being disinterested in the outcome, only performing the outcome. So many of us present away, once in a while, we may have given a proper, a few fines or just some, some currency because we felt bad for the person. When someone cried, we offered them tissue. That is also good karma, by the way. So we have helped people knowingly or unknowingly. And we always can't lead a life wherein we have a moral calculator. We're looking at our karmas. How much of it am I able to give and how much of it am I able to receive? Yet, when I receive the karma, sometimes it comes in this lifetime. Sometimes I'm carrying it over from the past. Many a times it is left behind. Now, some of you might be thinking that once my karmas are over, I'm done, right? I don't have to worry about anything finished over stories enough. No, that's not the way it works. Well, in my life and, and in everybody else's lives, there are certain episodes which have happened. We were very, very overwhelmed by it. We were very affected by it. But over a period of time, due to wisdom, due to healing, because of, of the support of spirituality, or just by you having this attitude that I want to let go. We do away with our karmas. And we rightfully, means that particular uh, thought process, that particular episode, we do away with it. We say, okay, fine, forget, it's over. But actually, it's not over. Because though you have forgiven the person, you consciously choose to forget it. Yes, you can consciously choose to forget episodes. So once you're done, but there is something that still remains and that happens to be the life learning lessons, the brilliance in it, the learnings in terms of what every episode tried to teach me. The minimum that the episode tries to, to teach me is one and sometimes it's a lot, lot more than if you had to pause for a moment and think of a nasty episode in your life, it still taught you something. At least it taught you that you need to stand up for yourself, protect yourself and so on. So, in essence, even though the karmas are over, the action is done, the consequence, I have, I have, I have reaped its fruit. But yet the learnings of it, they still 
my soul and my soul is is in the soul doesn't doesn't die at all it's like changing of clothes wherein um in every lifetime i have a new body my soul has a new body just the way half of the day i am in some other outfit and the remaining half i am in some other outfit so it's literally like changing your clothes every day and therefore karma is such a wonderful journey for us to understand now in what way does karma affect my life suppose i have troubled someone if, is it that the same person will come back and trouble me a lot of people think so maybe not maybe if 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 i'm rude and mean to my colleague and i am the senior and the colleague happens to be junior at some point in time some other super senior colleague will be unfair to was the same same per person responsible for it no my actions were responsible and therefore it is never equal we always think that karma is equal it's never equal one two there is something mystical about karma because in what format it will come to us we don't know it's like you don't know when you make your investment sub suppose you are into the stock market and you are you are picking up stocks you don't know you're just hoping that it will all work out fine because most of us don't like to find faults with 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 ourselves i don't like to use the word faults or follies let's call it soul searching beautiful beautiful word soul searching when i look deep within and i ask myself what have i done have i always been good there might be times i have not been good but to face this sometimes we do undergo existential crisis how could i have done that well because i was not so aware so it's very essential for us to be very very sensitive to ourselves to have compassion not just for other people but also have a lot of compassion for ourselves because we're not always on the wrong side but not always on the flip side we can really do something wonderful in our lives so karma even though i may have hurt someone financially but it could be that in uh, in another lifetime i have come back very sickly and unwell and i end up losing all my savings on my health you see it did not come back exactly equal it did come in the form of me having depleted resources of finances because i depleted it for somebody else in a previous lifetime and therefore in this lifetime it has come back so it came back not just in the form of me having to pay bills but also in the form of me not having very good health so the soul scripts its life and in the scripting chooses it and therefore i said it's never equal when the master told me it's multiplied by 3 i asked them explain explain i'm a professor i'm also a research student so i always ask a lot of questions and therefore the answer comes that it affects many parts of how i look what i do um what kind of a family i'm born in what kind of an occupation i'll take up what kind of hobbies i'll have a large part of my personality of my life experiences those those major life experiences 
wherein I'm not choosing anything consciously, but they are just happening. Meeting people. So there is something that is that that is left behind, which might be incomplete, and I have to have completions. I believe that the creator is very, very merciful, very kind, and extremely benevolent. And that is why sometimes people who have been been not so good in the past. Let, let's take one example and I will be able to explain this better. Suppose in, in someone's past life, a surgeon's past life, he has slayed, he's been part of some war and he has slayed a lot of bodies. He's killed a lot of soldiers. But in this lifetime, the creator gives him the opportunity to become a surgeon. He still is still having tools which can cut you. There is still blood flowing out. But the beauty of it comes in that this time he's not hurting people. He's healing people. And therefore, again, I reiterate that karma is never the same. There are mystical ways and beings, you know, ways of the creator that we all flow with. So when I ask myself, how, how does karma affect me? So there are, there are three major areas that I have seen in my journey as a healer from the age of 16 years. Three major areas. Wealth, health and love. Now love, no, not always romantic love, but any form of love and I will come to it in, in a little while. The first happens to be human wealth. And why is that so? Because if you see, our entire education system is based on making us capable enough and skillful enough to earn our wealth and to at least go through the process of survival. And remember, survival is the key of any human existence or rather any living existence. And for us human beings, existence comes, we're able to maintain ourselves only if we have wealth. There are different sorts of of ways in which karma affects one's health, uh, one's wealth. Either people have money and be very anxious about maybe it will not last, maybe somebody will take it away and therefore the anxiety around wealth is always there. There are many who don't have wealth and they're always anxious, will I ever get it? Will I ever have it? And Therefore, therefore, they are also carrying a lot of baggages around wealth. Sometimes people's wealth are cursed because they have earned it through immoral means. I'm reminded of the story of Robin Hood, if I'm not mistaken, where he used to steal from the rich and distribute it to the poor. And everybody used to be like, he's, he's our hero, yay! But in essence, if you look at it, what he did was also wrong. It was good that he distributed the wealth amongst the poor. But what he did in terms of stealing and robbing people of what is their own rightful possession, however way they may have earned it, is wrong. And therefore, many a times when we have or we cast evil eye upon other people and we say, oh, you know, I wish I had that. The moment you say, I wish I had that, you are creating a karmic circle for you. And therefore, the karmas will say, okay, you don't have it, let's test you. 
and in case if anything is pending karmically then then well it is going to show up so in terms of human wealth and wealth is something important for us um i remember we being a part of a of a of an academic discussion on uh, whether having money is bad whether money is evil and i just think it is not it's only a matter of one's perspective because money cannot buy all, all joy it's true but it can buy quite a bit of joy i can go on nice holidays i can go to the spa i can buy my myself a whole lot of goodies and feel happy yet money is very important for us as i said it is essential for our survival and we all have this feeling that we want to leave behind something for our loved ones and before that there is this in between state that i want to give the best to my children to my family to my parents and so on so therefore what is my karma around money that it doesn't stick with me or it makes its way out so easily in some people's case before it comes in it's already out and therefore so many different perspectives around money everybody has a different struggle around money and therefore whatever is the is is the karma associated with it we need to relook at it that's one second when i talk about health now usually the term health means physical health but there are varieties of health there is physical health there is mental health there is emotional health mental and emotional are different by the way there is spiritual health there is intellectual health there is financial health there is sexual health and we can just go on and on with it so when i talk about karma affecting one's health the point of view is that it does affect us in many ways stress anxiety depression and often i've been seeing that the number of cases that i'm getting of of anxiety are far more than cases of depression and there are so many ways in which people are feeling harassed because they simply cannot stop thinking someone once asked me simon can you please help me stop thinking i'm thinking too much can you just do something i just want to stop thinking i said the day you die is the day you stop thinking because even when i am deep asleep and you think you're not thinking a mistaken because when you are deep asleep and you wake up in the morning you tell yourself i had a nice sleep i'm feeling very fresh how do you know you had nice sleep you were deep asleep dead asleep that's because the mind is still active there is never a time that the mind is not subconscious unconscious all parts of yourself are always active because they're all performing karmas they're all doing something all the time and that's the beauty of life that is the mystical element of karma so in terms of my health it might come to me and affect me in a variety of ways now we have so many organs in the body we have so many nerves and bones and we have a lot of blood flowing through it and we have so many strands of hair and we have so much of skin all over every single body part is completing its own karma because each one is related to a particular aspect such that when you are unwell that body part says i can finish my karma come bring it on and this kind of a realization took place when once there were 
uh, once with me and twice with with my son that the doctor i had a lot of lot of uh, uh, skin allergies and uh, the doctor said you know what you actually need to be suffering from sinusitis which is block blockage of the sinus cold and cough but i'm very amazed that that's not what is happening it's your skin which is taking a beating and in the case of my son it was reverse his skin should have taken the beating but it was the asthma which got triggered and of course because i have a deep understanding of karma is okay okay the virus is reacting to my karmas the virus is not reacting to the specific body part that the doctor thinks it is made up and therefore the virus is doing its karma and my body every part of my body is reacting to that form of karma believe you me when we are it's not just that the body is unwell there a beautiful amalgamation of the physical mental and the emotional of course spiritual as well beautiful amalgamation and we and all ailments happen to be psychosomatic which means the mind affects the body and the body affects the mind and this kind of of effect that that that, that is there so when i am unwell i am very irritated i just want to get back to my work i don't like anything coming to a standstill but well the body says hold on after finish my karmas you can't go anywhere there is no escape literally no escape and there is no escape from the time i'm born till the time i die so if you think physical health is the most important and creates a lot of agony let me tell you it's not just the physical but the mental the emotional which also creates far more agony there are medicines in the world today for cancer for covid and we all have have surpassed that phase pneumonia so many ailments but there is no pill in the world for anger greed anxiety of course you have you have pills which will suppress it but nothing that can actually cure it anger there is no pill for anger there is no pill for human greed there is no pill for human grief so you cannot think that health is only made up of the physical maybe the 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 grief that that i am undergoing is not because of this lifetime it could be because of of past lives i've been working off late a lot of course i i do work a lot lot with cancer patients lots of them but off late a lot of women who are undergoing menopause and they all say that everything that was unresolved is now coming it's like it's like coming out of the carpet all the dust is coming out why because i did not deal with it in and there but some peta have been pointed and said it's not of this life it's another lifetime you're bringing it upon yourself in this lifetime when i look at the at the issue of love um louise hay uh, in a few of her her interviews i have heard this she would always say that without love a small child will die if you if you you don't look at it and say oh my god you're so cute i love you so much i will always love you and you hold the baby close you cuddle the baby if you don't do all these things the baby will die therefore love is very essential to us a lot of us are stuck with issues of love in our mother's womb so sometimes the mother thinks 
well if you if you are a boy i will love you if you're fair i will love you and therefore you already know you're not a boy you're not fair and therefore you feel unloved whereas there are many who say okay i match whatever is your is your list and yes you will love me and i'm loved so we all have a different story of love people want love and therefore they look for companionship some are lucky they find people gelling with them at the same wavelength but always remember wavelength is never the same there are ups and downs to this wavelength as well when we look at the fact that in our journeys of relationships be it with parents be it with siblings be it with our caretakers teachers friends etc when we look at all of these people in a totality of existence we feel loved by some and not loved by many i often say we are all villains and vamps in someone's story we're not always always our goody goody self because i think i'm fine another will say i don't like i don't think the person is fine you can never make everyone happy unless and until you choose to sell ice cream because whoever comes to buy ice cream is very happy eating the ice cream so we're not ice cream sellers but yes in our everyday lives we do feel loved sometimes and sometimes we don't feel loved sometimes we're in a rut or a cycle people want us because of our bodies people want us for a limited time people may just use us and go away or there are people who are just waiting and waiting and waiting and love never happens and they wonder why i've come across people who are so amazing when it comes to physical beauty men and women alike they're so nice in terms of their temperament so lovely they're almost angelic and they don't find partners and then they all come to me and they ask why is that so why is it that i am not able to attract anyone what is less in me well what is more in you is the fact that there are karmas of the past life which doesn't allow me to have what i want to what is my desire to have and many a times my list of the person that i want so long don't think that only people who are lonely who are single are lonely <laughs> there are people who have a partner they have companionship yet they feel the person may not give them enough time the person may be too critical very demanding very unfair and therefore here too we ask ourselves what have i done wrong there are some who are so wonderful they don't get love from their spouse parents <coughs> siblings children house helps friends no one but they're so amazing people that is because there's a huge karma yet left that is unfulfilled and karma largely affects these three areas of our lives health wealth i did not use the term relationships because even with my enemy i have a relationship i'm talking about love 
on the whole, which is the need of the soul. And therefore, when I started having more of these cases, lot many cases, I went up to the masters in the spirit world and I asked them, I want to do something for them. Will you help me? And my intention is to help. My intention is to is to help them to finish off their karma. Well, there are many books, many religious texts, which gives you rituals, which tells you that there are processes you have to undergo. There is pain and suffering. And till there is no pain and suffering, your karmas will continue. Whereas on the other hand, some say, no, no, karmas don't have to continue this way. We will perform some rituals. You go and visit some religious place. You go and trek somewhere else. You go and feed people. And it's over. What is over and what is remaining is not what we know. There are people who perform any number of rituals. Yet their issues don't vanish. In fact, sometimes it just increases. Well, it's not increased because of those rituals, but it is increased because now it is time for you to fortify and finish it all up. So I asked them to give me simpler processes. And I always believe in making all my work very nice and simple. I don't like anything to be very complicated. And then at that point in time, I was told to relook at different aspects of the human life. Relook at karma. And as I said, sometimes only the recognition of what it's trying to teach me, what it's trying to align in me, how are karmas trying to perfect me? And I'm using the word perfect because we are individuals who are always seeking some sort of a perfection. We always wait. Well, if this is perfect about me, I like myself. If that is perfect about me, I will like myself. So I'm always putting conditions on me such that others like me or they choose not to like me. And our karmic journeys can, can very well be dealt with. And I'm saying this very confidently. It can be very well dealt without performing of rituals and sometimes without undergoing too much of pain. But sometimes pain and suffering is a reminder that yes, there is something remaining, there is something pending. But always have faith. When the creator made problems, he also made solutions to those problems. So if you are able to identify those very solutions to the problems, it will help you and aid you in your karmic journey. Sometimes just mere knowledge of what is the issue in my past life can also help us. But sometimes there are people who are left-brained. They don't see past lives very easily. And then how do I know what is left and what is pending? Anything that is uh, giving rise to these three major issues, I said health, wealth, and love, or if there is pain, if there is suffering, then that means something is left behind. You may be very angelic in this lifetime, but maybe you were not so good in your previous lifetime. It's it's as simple as that. If I am I'm, I'm here to, to give jobs to other people, 
uh, I'll figure out why did they leave the previous organization or were they thrown out. In case if they were thrown out, I may not want to hire them. I said, I may not. I'm being very, very cautious. Of it. I may not want to hire them. Why? Because I feel that they are not worthy of it. So sometimes when we drop these baggages, that time life believes, oh, we haven't given this person this. Let us give them this opportunity. And let us help them in finishing off whatever is left under. And that is how there is karma completion which takes place. And like me, in case if, if any of you have these have these aspirations, these fantastic ideas that we don't want to be reborn as human beings, then it is all the more essential for you to relook at karmas and to take it to the level where there is completion. Where you don't have to go to places. Your body is your temple. Your mind has answers to everything. Your subconscious, your unconscious is storing everything. We just have to have to do the work that is called as the release. Because once the release takes place, that is when the comfort comes in. I was, I was a college-going student and my mother had a very big abscess, huge one. And she was taken to, to the operation theater. She was in a lot of pain. And uh, after her surgery, when, when she came out and asked her, Mama, how are you, you doing? And the first thing that she told me was that Simon, the moment the doctor made the incision and the pus started oozing out, she says the pain was vanishing. It was just going. And once he had cleaned up everything, she said the pain was so less. And that's exactly what we have to do. We just have to do the releases such that the pain and suffering is less. And at least we're not we're not holding ourselves yet to that, to the, those karmic answers and questions. What is left in and what is left and why is it left? And how much more time will it take for me to finish the scenario in my physical, mental and my emotional lives such that all the physical karmas, the bodily karmas in terms of the health, wealth and love is. And that is where <laughs> I bring to, to you this the these two wonderful packages wherein um, Alara, should we show it to them? Yeah, let me share my screen. So give me one one second. Let me find the right screen here. And then I will share my screen. Oops. Hold on. Let's see. Oops. That is when this kind of channel work showed up. And I have already had some sessions earlier to ensure that everybody that I am on the right track and, and I can, you know, care, care to give this to the entire world. And therefore, I bring to you, of course, we have discussed karma completion with health, wealth and love. But I'm bringing to you two packages. Package A, we will work with karma completion with wealth, money. And uh, um, we will be doing this, this fantastic work on 10th of March. And it is understanding the secrets of karma. And I haven't even started talking about the mystical elements of it. I mean, I've just touched upon it. We will be exploring wealth consciousness. 
with regard to our past lives, present lives and deep inner healing to ensure that it doesn't affect my future life or it doesn't affect my forthcoming generations because there is something called as family karma also. By the way, there is individual karma, there's family karma, there is nation karma, there's global karma as well. So there is still so much more that I have to tell you all, but that will be during our workshop. We will be looking at practical karma completion techniques, magic of gratitude and wealth, manifestation practices, financial empowering strategies, there is karma clearing rituals. And of course, though I said, it doesn't help, but these are something which can be done on a regular basis. It can actually become habitual patterns more than rituals. And here there is nothing that is religious. Everything is very, very secular. So there will be integration and action planning. Plus, there's a super bonus of 101 abundance, prosperity and wealth enhancing energy channeled power statements document. And this is directly channeled to me by the masters as 101 and they work magically. And uh, so this is being offered at a special price of $60. And we have one more package for you all. So that's package A and this is package B. So package B, A will be held. So everything in package A will be given to you. Plus on 10th of March, we will be having our second conversation where we will be looking at everything in package A. Um, no, this is, is no. this 10th as well? <laughs> I think this is that's supposed to be the 17th. Yeah, it should be the 17th. Yeah. 17th we'll just change yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah. everything that we have, and we will be doing, uh, there is uh, karma and health patterns, identifying karmic patterns from past and present life, karma completion practices with deep inner child work, approaches, self-healing strategies, magic of forgiveness and health, divine healings for a healthy life, plus the bonus of 101, health enhancing. The earlier one was wealth enhancing. This is health enhancing energy channel power statements done. And anybody who's looking at this, at these, at these karma completions of both sorts, this workshop is certainly for. Hold on, I know what's going to go. Yeah. So, so this is package B, and so um, it's March tenth for the package A and March seventeenth for package B. I had changed that. I don't know why I didn't keep it, but anyways, yeah, it, it happens. It happens. So again. Um, package A is $60 and package B is 100 There is a payment plan available for package B. And of course, if you're an Inner Circle member, um, please do use your gift code as well to get your discount. Um, so that's awesome. And so I will double check the timings as well, yes. but there will be recordings for, for all of these as yes, well, right? Yes, I was just about to say this, that there will be recording access given for for both of these calls to everybody. And we will be doing some, some really, really good and deep work, a lot of cleansings. And this is something that ideally you should not miss. Yes, I agree. And um, and this is, you know, like we're talking a little bit about karma, but now we're going to talk about, uh, you know, we're going to do a process, but also in the workshop, uh, Simon, you're going to be doing processes or teaching things that we can do on a regular basis to help with our karma, yes. to right, to release our karma and, or heal our karma. And I said that I believe in doing fuss-free work. 
I believe in doing work that can be done anywhere and everywhere because I'm always doing the work for myself as well as for humanity 24 by 7. So I like to have work that is very, very nice and fuss-free that I can work on myself. And I have had a common complaint from a lot of people that they learn a lot of modalities. They may help others. But they are not practicing on themselves because they feel, oh my God, it will take, take too much time, etc. So in case if you're one of those, then this is also a package for you because there is so much more to unravel and that even though you might not be able to make time for yourself, this is the kind of work, even when you're standing on, on beneath a shower, you, you can continue doing this work. Even when you're, when you're chopping vegetables or you're just walking or you're driving, you can still do this work because it is so simple and it stays with us all the time. Also, once I have completed it, it's not going to come back because what I need to focus on is the is the soul learning that will stay with me. And then yeah. life goes on. Also remember, I'm not only going to work on your past, we're also going to ensure that your future is good enough. And even as you age, you can continue using all of these tools and processes. So it is a continuous effort. And I'm the kind of tea teacher, I believe, in holding a student's hand and then not leaving it at home. So any point in time you want to get back to me, you want to ask me questions, you want to stay connected with me, I'm always available. So I never say that, okay, till this package, I will be with you and then bye-bye. That is not the kind of person which I am. So therefore, if you're looking at support, then there is always going to be support from my end. But the work is something that you should ideally do for yourself. So should we, give awesome. them the, the, should we give them the process? Yep, absolutely. So what do we need to do? <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to request each and every one of you that I have a small channel prop process. Uh, every time before call, <laughs> Shivali will ask me, Simon, do you have it or will you get it live during the call? This time I told her I do have it. She asked me, what is it? I said, turn where it will come. <laughs> so, so I'm going yeah. to request each and every one of you. We'll do a very small process, but a very, very powerful one. I'm going to request you to please close your eyes and take three deep breaths, each time exhaling through your mouth. And be in the space of allowance. Let whatever needs to show up, only show up. And don't fear till Simon is here. So as you close your eyes, I want you to see, feel, imagine that you're a very, very, very small speck on planet Earth. You're just a cell. And the cell has your name. Just visualize a cell in front of you that has your name inscribed on it. And... As each year passes by, see yourself grow very slowly. See yourself grow first and foremost at the age of one. 
what was happening in your life at the age of one? See yourself at the age of two. Maybe just crawling about, trying to walk or walking, babbling, making sounds. See yourself at the age of three where there is greater understanding. And at this age, you know what you want, how to get it. And one of the biggest tools we have is crying. So see all those parts of yourself. Look at them very carefully. See yourself at the age of four years where there are a lot more people in your life besides your primary caretakers. Have they ever told you something? Have they ever hurt you in any way possible, knowingly, unknowingly, consciously, subconsciously, unconsciously? See yourself at the age of five, six, Seven. Is there unfairness around you? Have people passed discriminatory remarks? Were you consciously mean to some people, but you did not know the difference between right and wrong and everything about karma? Look at yourself at the ages of 8, 9 and 10 where you have a strong sense of individuality. When you want to do certain things, where there is a huge desire within you that everything has to revolve the way you want. But many a times, family was unkind. Your school teachers were unkind. And there were some who were very kind. And you may be holding some regrets by the age of 10 years. What you should have done. What you should have avoided. And you did not. You knew that you would fall down. And yet you climbed the ladder. You knew that your, your parents will give you a scolding or a beating. And you still went ahead and did what you wanted. And you're carrying mental scars. You're carrying emotional scars. And some of you might even be carrying physical scars. See, feel, imagine that your age is 11, 12. Where there is so much of expectation from you where people want to hear you and they still want to control you. And then there are people around you who are again close to you, but by now you may have tasted some sort of a betrayal. If nothing too big, then something small. Recall those faces in front of you.
And again, think of the teenage days, 13, 14, 15, 16, four years of our lives, which are very, very difficult because we're just beginning to understand our bodies, the changes, hormonal, physical, attitudinary, in terms of your personality, likes and dislikes, strong ones, you being headstrong, the clashes with your parents, which are very common, clashes with your loved ones. Maybe you said things which were unkind. Maybe they said things which were unkind. Certain friends that were lost completely. Certain people that stole away something so important from you. Well, it was important at that point in time. People actually stealing things from you. Or you having lost something. And by this time you have realized that there are indeed too many wounds. There's actually a lot. And only till the age of 16 years, there is so much of a karmic story that we have left. Until this age, think of the things that happened to you and you told yourself, I don't deserve this. Ask yourself, why is this happening to me? Sometimes holding that victim mentality. Why me? And at that point in time, acknowledge that maybe it is not karmas of this lifetime. It's about some other past life. But you're still carrying the burdens. Just imagine that this that this 16-year-old, and I'll not go beyond that because then the process will change. The 16-year-old part of you is carrying huge stones, that full of memories, which are so unpleasant. The sea feel, imagine how you feel emotionally just reliving these memories and in fact if there is a strong emotional charge for you then acknowledge it's not healed the first aspect of the healing journey is to ask yourself is it still paining and if it is paining and here is where the alignment needs to take place of your soul and the suffering and the pain. And I told you, the moment there is pain and suffering, there is something that is pending. And I want you to wholeheartedly tell yourself that it is okay. Remember to be the biggest support systems of yourself. Tell yourself it is okay. It happened. But now I will have a hold on myself and I will not repeat the story. I will not repeat the saga. 
and just ask yourself till the age of 16 years, what all have you learned? What all are you carrying with you? What all are you carrying in terms of the soul lessons and the wisdom and the knowledge? Wisdom is always in terms of lived experiences. What has it done to you and how has it added to your personality? And I, and I can understand you might be holding grudges against people in your life. But still, at the end of the day, they are all a reflection of my karmas. They are all a reflection of what I need to drop. They are all a reflection of what my soul still needs to learn. And I want you to keep both your hands on your heart chakra, one above the other, so one on top and one below, and take a nice deep breath. And just repeat the word release. We'll just release the charge that has come up now because healing it is, is deeper work. Just breathe in and tell yourself, whatever I'm holding, whatever is constricting, whatever is restricting, I release. Exhale. And exhale deep. Let it, let it just come out as much as possible. Don't hold on. A nice deep breath. Release. And here... Now I want you to choose one person or one episode of life, anything. And with this person or this episode, just jog down as much as possible which has caused you agony, pain, angst, despair, all types of negative emotions. Just bring back whatever you can. And first and foremost, recognize what you're feeling. Are you feeling grief? Are you feeling angry? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling just uncomfortable? Because sometimes we don't have words to express what we are what, what we are feeling. And whatever you're feeling, collect it all. Imagine that it's all getting collected as a single ball. It is a nice, nice black ball. And just inhale all the healing that I'm sending you. Bring instant relief. Just inhale and exhale this ball. It might come up in one go. It might take a few more breaths. And it will come out in parts. But at least whatever you're feeling will make you feel lighter. So breathe in once again. Breathe in the energy that I'm sending you and breathe out all this heavy feeling and emotion attached. Only the and the emotion. And tell yourself, I release. I release. I release. The word release is so, brings in so much of comfort. And just release and tell this episode in person in front of you. I have released whatever emotional charge you have brought to me right now. 
there might be be more but for now this is all that i want to deal this is all that i want to deal with and you are a part tell this tell this episode a person you are a part of my of my karmas you are a reflection of it i'm a human being and i will always grow and i can always overcome you i have more power over myself than you have power over me i reclaim my power and just pull the energy back into your chest i reclaim my power from you sometimes we just give our power away too much to others so i reclaim my power and again breathe in three times each time exhaling through your mouth and before opening your eyes feel the power in your chest as i am intuitively connected to each one of you even the ones who will be watching this later on the recording of it i feel your energy so strongly already and i know that there is so much of power that you have reclaimed imagine if this is what you have reclaimed only now then when we do the deeper work how much more will show up and how wonderful it will be with this slowly open your eyes and tell me how you feel you drink a lot of water you eat something nice he says thank you so much simon god bless you most welcome and you are also welcome that alara will be able to uh, deal with the second question mm-hmm. yes yes don thank you so much arunima thank you so much manisha thank you so much manisha yes, says that go ahead <laughs> I was just going to say it's like you know with this process you know it's um uh, you definitely feel so much lighter you know like it's um you feel lighter you feel like uh, as we're releasing it's it's like this this feeling of relief also comes over to, over you that's true. that's the way it's supposed to was to bring in comfort and ease in our lives day in and day out yeah Yeah. So for those of you who want to know the INR, I will put it on the um on the page as well. Just so you have it and then you can let me know if you'd like to pay with INR, okay? Yeah, great relief Linda says. Yeah. And you know like this is we, we have so many areas and so many experiences and so many situations that we can do this process over and over again, obviously, right? That's true. and if this is what you you can do on a regular basis then the other type of work that is being offered in the packages is is very very simple to ensure that you are on the on the pathway to constant healing healing is always a journey it's never a one time process we don't yeah. eat food only only once we eat food in regular intervals so healing also requires regular intervals and here we're doing targeted healings such that there is a lot of ease coming in for you all the time. Yeah, Gail says thank you so much for the process. I feel lighter as all is healed and forgiven. Nice. 
Nice. Right. So happy. But but definitely it is a, a process. And uh, Minal says for the first time I saw a white angel at the end while releasing. Nice. nice. It took me up in the universe. Nice. Good. Lovely. Powerful. That's powerful. Trans transformative, right? That's, def that's definitely a transformational experience. You have transformed definitely from since the beginning of the show to now, right? After that process. That's true. Awesome. So um so again the, the the workshops are on March 10th and 17th. Um so they're coming up in a in a little while. And um they're gonna be on Zoom, of course, like always, right? Yes. And uh, I'm just trying to think of what else the and then those uh the, the bonuses with the those powerful um statements we're gonna we'll call them. I know we're gonna talk about them more in the workshop and we're gonna receive the PDF, but um I'm also looking forward to that because sometimes we that can help to change our mindset too, no? That's true. And because they these are not are not affirmations, they are not just positive statements. They have a lot more vibrational frequency and energy to it. A lot, lot more. So the work is done very, very, very deep at the soul level. Here we're not talking about conscious and uh, subconscious and unconscious. We're targeting it to be at the soul level because karma happens to be our soul's journeys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Thank you. All right. Um wow that that was that was amazing. <laughs> like always, right? Some in your processes are always amazing. And then of course the information, the wisdom that you receive from your masters, you know, like like you said, most of your work is channeled. I I would say almost all of it is channeled, but it's it's sometimes what you share with us is different than what you know we've read about or heard about, etc. And so that's why when when i listen to you i know that it's it's a it's a new perspective but it, it's coming from from the masters it's not like you know from our ego or our mind this is divine information that is being sent to us now at this time because it's what is relevant and needed right absolutely yeah so beautiful thank you all right, everyone. So please do go back and watch or listen again, because like I, you know, like I said, there's so much wisdom. And of course, the process, you know, is so helpful. And of course, I will see you all uh, on March 10th and 17th for the two workshops. Package A is the one workshop and then package B includes everything in package A plus the second workshop. Right. So please do yes. join us for both. If you can, that would be great. Um, always wonderful. Always, you know, you 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 always over deliver Simon. So I know that you know <laughs> during the workshop we're going to receive a lot of information, a lot of wisdom, a lot of you know, and exper experience as well. So thank you. So I'm looking forward to it. Yes, great. <laughs> Me too. All right, everyone. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for uh for being here, co-creating this beautiful space with us, enjoying that process, receiving from that process. Hopefully, you'll be able to release um as well. So, uh, and receive the healing as well, right? So uh, thank you for being here, everyone. And thank you again, Simon, like always. It's always such a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, so until next time, everyone, may you be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all so much love and blessings always. Bye for Bye. now. Have a great day. Bye, everyone. <laughs>